Hey Robin, did you hear about the perfectionist that walked into a bar? No. Apparently the bar wasn't set high enough. <laughs> that was one of those, you want to laugh but you can't. <laughs> I know, that one was actually absolutely terrible. Yeah. Hey, it's Robin. And Jared. This is Thank God It's Monday. We have any feedback from our last podcast because that one was quite of quite out of the blue. Mm. It wasn't planned, but because of what happened in the country, we had to. We felt like we wanted to and had to go forward with it. Um, I had a friend give me feedback. He works in a very small office with two other. Oh, I think it's two other guys. Anyway, he works with these other two guys that I always hear about, and they um, might be listening to this. <laughs> So be careful. <laughs> yeah. So a friend of mine works with two people, um, two other guys about this, and they always discuss things like this. They always get into debates, and they all have very different opinions. They come from different backgrounds and stuff like that. And he was telling me how they would listen to the podcast, especially the one on gender identity and then the gender-based violence one. And he said they would stop, and then they'd actually discuss it for quite a while. Like a few times while listening to it, they would need to stop because they would want to talk about things and ask questions and a few of them were like oh my word I actually did not realize that this is a problem or that women feel that way or whatever it was that was being discussed their eyes were actually open from it and they had a really good discussion their opinions might not have changed but it still created the grounds for that discussion which I think is awesome that's what we want. Yeah, that's really cool because that's exactly what we want. That's exactly what we want this podcast to do. We want people to be able to discuss what we are talking about and get involved in the conversation. And if, especially if you don't agree with us, let us know. And if you do agree with us, also let us know. But um, I was just looking at some of the stats from our last podcast and it's, I think it's done quite well. And I think we could do even better if people want to share it, keep sharing it. And let us know your thoughts. Um, it was a big topic we discussed. And um, I would I'd be really keen to, to get people's feedback on, on that. Definitely. One. It would be great to get voice notes and actually hear what you have to say. Hear the passion. Hear the conviction. Yeah. So if you, if you listen to our last one, um, it's called Enough is Enough. Or hashtag Enough is Enough. Um, just yeah, get in touch with us, send us a voice note, send us a message, ask some questions, let us know your thoughts. It'll be great to to hear them. And um, yeah, we'd really like to engage on this top on well on this topic. Definitely. And since I think nothing much has really happened since last week, has it? We went to the protests, we we yeah, engaged with it internally quite a bit and we spoke about it, but then it feels like the next Monday morning like people were still talking about it, but no one was really upset anymore. Um, yeah, social media was very quiet. Yeah, Social media was very quiet this last week, which is shocking. completely different to what the week before. And yes, shocking. Because I think people don't know how to respond. I think... I think the problem might be that <laughs> you get upset, but what you can only be upset for so long. And if there's not, what do you actually do? What can you realistically do? I think if there was a clear like call to action, this is what we need to do next, but there isn't. And I don't know how we would solve that. Yeah, that is maybe another topic for another podcast. Definitely. It's a big one. <laughs> so let's, let's get into racial privilege. 
Okay, so welcome to Thank God It's Monday. Um, well, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you listening. This is cheesy. Um, but today... <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> and thank you for your patience in waiting for this to come out. We realize the time... Yeah, last week was a, last week was a, a hectic week and we are getting back on track. And so expect your podcast next week to be in your subscription box or whatever. First thing on a Monday morning. Yeah, so this week is a little bit late and we apologize for that. But from next week again, we're going to be first thing in the morning on a Monday morning. So we're going to go back into our sort of not plan, but or our topic of, of the theme of, of the quarter, which is human uniqueness and identity. Correct? And um, we're going to go to what we were going to talk about two weeks ago. And we're going to talk about it today. But we, I think the two of us, I think it's fair to say we don't have or can't have, I think we actually could say we don't have a fair picture of, of this topic. Which is? Which is racial privilege. Racial privilege. It's a, it's a big one and I don't think... We were just chatting about it before actually recording, and I don't think any one person can have a full picture of what it is, especially not the two of us. And we, yeah, we just, we feel like we can't engage on it too much just because we come from a place of privilege. So we we actually going to have somebody join us in studio today who is going to talk about a little bit of her experience um, growing up where she grew up, and um, basically what we want to do is we want to uh, just paint a little bit of a picture of somebody from another viewpoint, another culture. another culture. And we want to engage with her on that and just hear some things that, that happened when she grew up and in her life now. And we also want to just open the door for more people to share because I feel... If we get little glimpses of many different stories, we can slowly start putting together an idea of what it actually looks like and what the truth of it is. Even though, I guess in this case, the truth is different for each person because each experience is so different. Yeah, so let us know some of your experiences, some of your stories, and what what you could say. I'd like to know some things that you've found helpful in dealing with racial privilege. I know it's a hard thing to, to deal with, but I'd, be, I'd really like to know what you found helpful and ways that you were able to show people their privilege and ways that you'll be able to work through that. Because I think we are, a lot of us are privileged and we don't know it. Um, I think it's important to, to realize that. And I think it's also important to, like going back to the guy we interviewed at the university campus, um, where he said, you need to identify what your privilege is because to an extent we all hold some privilege and we need to not uh, say, how do we get rid of this privilege, but rather be like, how do we use this privilege to better the lives of others? And I think, especially when it comes to something like racial privilege in the tense history of South Africa, that is really important. Yeah, exactly. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to introduce our guest, um, for today, her name is Wendy. So, Wendy, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for the welcome. Wendy, do you want to just introduce yourself? Say maybe, yeah, your name, where you're from, and anything else? 
No, it don't have to be a random fact. <laughs> All right. Um, my name is Wendy Magida and I am from Cape Town in Weinberg. And yeah, so. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us on the podcast. <laughs> Where did you grow up? Okay. I grew up in, I was born and bred in the Eastern Cape. Um, and yeah, so I um, studied in the Eastern Cape and yeah. Can you, can you maybe talk about growing up in the Eastern Cape? What's it like to grow up in the Eastern Cape? Um, I, I actually grew up in a township called Mdansane just outside of East London. Um, Dansane is known to be one of the second or third largest townships in South Africa. Really? That big, eh? Yeah, that's how big it is. And um, so I, um, yeah, I, I grew up with my mom, my dad, and my two siblings. And um, yeah, so that's where I started my former years and up until... I matriculated in 1994, if that's allowed. <laughs> if I can mention that. <laughs> you can that's definitely. We can edit it out if you like. <laughs> yes. And so, um, yeah, so growing up in Mdanzane was, um, you know, like, uh, it's a nice community and, uh, you know, everyone knows each other. And so, yeah, I enjoyed my, my former years there. Okay, cool. So, I mean, we wanted to talk a little bit about racial privilege on this podcast, as you know. Um, can you maybe share some of your experiences with either side of being of the racial privilege sort of thing, experiencing it as a good thing or as a bad thing? Mm -hmm. um, wow. I, sure, okay. The only thing I could I could I could say that was obvious in 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 my case uh, when it comes to you know racial division is that you know obviously I grew up in a township and um, and about twenty kilometers away from that there was a another totally different environment that you know you are not used to. Only difference is obviously the, 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 the fact that, you know, you grew up in a township and, and um, you, uh, you know, you had uh, other racial groups living in different, um, you had the coloreds because there was the, the, the colored area and then you had the, the white area which was um, mostly privileged, okay. And so, um, yeah, but at some point in my life, I got to be privileged enough to go and, you know, do my last years of high school in a predominantly white school, which was something new to, I think I was one of the first kids to be actually integrated into a white school at that time. And how was that? What, if you can, any experiences from that? It, you know, I, I suppose it was different. Different in the sense that now you were now 
welcomed in an area that you know you previously not used to have the same opportunity like um you know you know like the other races as well and so my first year which was in grade what do you call it now grade 11 that was in standard nine um i was the only black child in the class and most i mean i felt very welcome most of the time i felt very you know welcomed even though i think for everyone else it was also strange because you know we had this one kid who was different from us but very welcoming i mean i never experienced any form of discrimination at all and they were very very accommodative so i was lucky in that sense Okay. And I think when we were chatting about it the other day, you spoke about even in in the township or wherever, where was it, as you're saying, there was people who are lighter skinned than you or you lighter skinned than them. There's even privilege in that. Correct? There is a phenomenon that is, I think, not known, well known. You know, we know about, you know, black and white discrimination. But there's also like a discrimination within the same ethnic groups where you find people who are lighter skinned uh, are seen closer to being white or colored. And therefore, people feel that they, you know, like they're more superior, you know, they're more, uh, you know, privileged than anyone else. And so, yeah, that's, that's, that's something that is actually there, but people don't really talk about, but it's something that is there. So is that so? You say that's real, sort of thing. So is it is. It is a real thing. So in so for instance, what does what sort of what does that carry? You know, if you're lighter skin, what does that what does that mean? For some reason, um, when you're light skinned, you are seen as more beautiful than a darker person, and therefore you're more favoured than a darker person. Um, I mean, the term that it's being used now is uh, if, you, if you're light-skinned, almost light-skinned like me, you're called a yellow bone. <laughs> yellow bone? <laughs> yellow bone. I've never heard that before. <laughs> you're called a yellow bone. And so, yeah, so because you are light-skinned and therefore you're seen as intelligent, beautiful, uh, and, and, and you, you find that... You're seen as that without actually proving that you're that, yes. So that's people's first sort of thing that they think about. When that's, you the th first, that's the first thing. It's, it's the skin color, how light your, your, your skin color. So, um, you know, I know I've heard of incidences where people actually say people were given jobs because they were light-skinned. You know, people were favored because they were light-skinned. So there is that also within, you know, the ethnic groups as well. Which is nonsense. Total nonsense. Which is crazy. It is crazy. So if I could ask you to say one thing mm -hmm. against that, or not against that, to say why that's a bad thing. I I mean, we are all human beings. The fact that I'm light-skinned doesn't necessarily mean that I'm superior to anyone else. Uh, the fact that I'm light-skinned doesn't mean that I'm intelligent. The fact that I'm light-skinned doesn't mean that I should get more privilege than someone who's dark-skinned. Uh, I know also in the black community, it, I, I don't know where that thing came from, but you had a lot of people who actually bleached 
Baskins, um, because one, they thought being light-skinned is beautiful. Being light-skinned, you'll be welcomed more in areas, you know, um, in, in most areas and that you'll be favored. So for me, that just doesn't make sense because we're all human beings. We're all created differently. And um, I don't think God made a mistake by creating us differently. Um, I certainly don't think God, you know, like, I mean, I also think that it would have been boring if we're all light-skinned or if we all if we all the look same, the same if we all sp even spoke the same language <laughs> perhaps we would understand each other more but i mean if we spoke the same language it would be boring so <laughs> i um, i always have this picture of how heaven would look like i always say it would look like i'm sure you understand how a salad looks like you've got tomatoes you've got cucumbers you've got you know you can put all sorts of things and and yeah that's that's how i i envision heaven heaven looks like a salad heaven, heaven looks that looks like, like a, a green salad <laughs> 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 sounds healthy healthy and crunchy <laughs> <laughs> okay lastly wendy mm -hmm. um how are you raising your kids in a world now well um in terms specifically with racial privilege I, sure, funny enough, my kids, okay, they understand that they, you know, there's a difference in the skin color, but there's no difference because we are all human. That's how I've raised my kids. And, um, and as a result, I mean, we, in my, in my, in my uh, nuclear family, we've got all sorts of people, you know. So on social media and in media in general a lot they've they've had to like a lot of black parents speak about how they need to prepare their children for a world where they are going to be oppressed whether it's by the police officers whether it's by other people just because of the color of their skin do you experience that at all here because i mean i mean there's been episodes where they stand up against this and a little boy got shot by the police just because he was black and they assumed he was breaking into his house rather than it could have been his house so have you had to have that talk with your son or your children? Well, it is it is a reality that there is, you know, incidences like that where, you know, people are, you know, black people are actually disadvantaged or, um, you know, there's these racial tensions that are going. It's not like we, we don't know they're there. But fortunately, how I've raised them and how we see things uh, I mean, how we view life is is that we are all equal, you know. And in an event where they have to stand up for themselves, they 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 can. And if they have to stand up for anybody else, regardless of who they are, or where they coming, you know, where they coming from, they can. So um, it's 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 not as if we're living in a bubble that we don't know there are racial tensions there. But we 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 I I raise them. In, in knowing that we are all equal. There is no one better than anybody else. Um, you know, uh, it shouldn't be about your color. It shouldn't be about where you're coming from. And so, however, it's as I'm saying, it's not as if they, they, they don't know that there is that. But I, I believe in teaching them at looking, I mean, looking at the human race than the skin. Then the skin color. Then the skin. I, I don't... So what I'm saying, well, what I'm hearing you say is mm -hmm. that instead of teaching your kids to be color blind, mm -hmm. you teach them to be color brave. Yes. Yes. So 
saying that we all need to live in a world where we not color blind, but we mm-hmm. color brave. We color brave, yes. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Well, Wendy, thank you for joining us. It thank was short and sweet. Me. We'll thank maybe you. have you back again. Okay. Since Great. he's so close. Awesome. awesome. Oh, I really hope that that what Wendy was sharing is you can learn from it and get a different perspective. Um, Because I I really think it's like for me personally, I didn't know that even in different cultures, there's different degrees of lightness. And different degrees of racial um, racism. Racism, yeah. So like being yellow boned for me, it just like it blows my mind that people are actually that nitpicky or want to to bring people down or up on that sort of level. And it also honestly makes me sad a little bit that it's not just white against black, it's people against their own people, like not standing up for each other in an already racial tense society. It just makes me quite sad. I was just thinking about it now. Being white, I think, like, you know, you people joke on the gingers. <laughs> yeah. You know, people joke on the gingers. But I was thinking, that's actually a, a way, that's like a, in a sense, similar to what she's talking about when you say, oh, you yellow boned. We just say, oh, you have no soul. But it's okay because we're white. Yeah, we can't be, exactly. Can't be oppressive. But so that, that is like, come on, guys. Like, actually, you know, what are you actually doing? Yeah. You're actually calling or saying something that they are not. Yeah, I think it's not as bad in terms of the repercussions of it, but it's the same spirit of oppression right there. So... I, I really I really like what Wendy was saying in raising her kids to be color brave rather than color blind. I think we can we can all should go forward with rather being color blind but being color brave. Yeah. And that includes raising empowering other people of different colors and yeah. I actually one of the questions I have down here is how do we over not overcome privilege but how do I know let's take that part out. Yeah. How do you overcome privilege and live in equality? Is it even possible to overcome privilege? And how do you live in equality in a world where racial diversity is such an issue? And I, I think that's a, a huge question. And I, I'd like to get to your thoughts, our listeners. I'd like, to, I'd like for you to let us know your thoughts on that. So let us know your thoughts via social media. You can send us voice notes on Instagram and Facebook. You do it on Facebook. Um, and I'd actually just really like to know. Yeah, I also want to also want to hear what you guys think possible solutions are or possible ways to go forward. How we can, how Jared and I as white people can help with this case and how black people and how colored people and Indians and how we can all work together to overcome this. Like, what does it look like? Because I have my ideas, but I don't, I've never experienced living in rural KZN. I don't know what that looks like for someone else. So it would be really awesome to have people give their suggestions. And there's no silly suggestions. There's no wrong answers. There's it's this is so exper like what you've it's so much based on what you've experienced. Um yeah, so I really want to hear what other people have to say on how they think we can move forward in this. Yeah, so thank you for joining us on this podcast. Um should we wrap up or do you want to keep going? <coughs> So thank you for joining us um, today on this awesome Monday. I hope that you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you next week. 
um, where we will be discussing another topic, another huge topic, which we don't know yet. <laughs> but it's going to be massive. <laughs> it's going to be massive and it's going to be good. Um, no, but thank you for joining us and have a great rest of your Monday. Thank you for joining us. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, click on the share button or take a screenshot and share it on your socials. Thank God It's Monday is a platform where we're calling our nation to rise up, live deeper and love radically. 